0: I want Everybody welcome, It is Monday. My gosh. Are you kidding me? Monday already. Ooh, where'd that weekend go? Huh? Where'd that weekend go? Uh, the music that you're hearing in the background is the Steals. It's a song to remind you. That is the first cut from the album. It's called Glory, and I just love it. It's my favorite song right now. I love it. Yeah. It's called Glory. Uh, Go pick up this uh, album wherever you can find music. Of course, it's available on Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon. And you can go to jeffrsteel.com to pick up your copy. But I got my copy. I got it on iTunes, but I got my physical copy in the mail today. I'm very happy. The Steels. Go pick that up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Joseph Reed, you know that, because you see my name on the screen, and so therefore you know who I am. It's so good to see you, thanks for coming in. Hello Angie, it's good to see you, welcome in to the show. Everybody come on in and say hello, comment, let me know how you're doing, because that's important. Let me know how your day is, good to see you, Alicia Weir. Alicia Weir. Who is married to Jason Weir. Friends of mine from up in Indiana. And I love them so much. Very, very fun friends. Very cool people. They just had, you know, like eight or nine kids. Because they don't have any other hobbies other than that antique store. But, um, (laughs) no, I don't think they had that many. Four kids, is it? I think it's four kids. Hello, Nathan. Welcome to the show. Hello, Liz. Welcome to the show. Welcome to modern technology. Welcome to where where you can watch me on, on your phone. You can watch me on your iPad. You can watch me on your computer. You can watch me on YouTube Live right now, if you'd prefer. We're on the YouTube channel, The Joseph Reed Show. You can just... What, you can, Anywhere you want. You can stream us live on your smart TV on Facebook Live. You can stream us live on your smart television on YouTube. It's so easy. Just search for The Joseph Reed Show, and we are everywhere. I'm going to take these out just because I don't need them. It's just you and me, and we're talking about modern technology. Billy McCool, my friend. Billy says, love you, man. Seems like... <laughs> Seems like church patronizing, so love you, Joseph. Yeah, love you, man. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. How many times do we really mean all that stuff that we say when we're at church? Um, there, was, there was a guy, uh, I can't remember who he is. Oh, goodness, I wish it. It's not Bill Hybels, but it's one of these guys I heard speak one time. And he said that when, uh, when, when he asks people, how are you doing? And, you know, the typical response when you ask somebody how you're doing is, oh, I'm good. How are you doing? Right? Isn't that the typical response? If someone asks you how you're doing, what do you say? Comment and let me know. If I were to say, Alicia, how are you doing? Angie, how are you doing? Liz, how are you doing? If I were to say these things, what would your answer be? Tell me what would your answer be? Because mine is generally, how you doing, Joseph? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you? You know, but but are you good? That's the million-dollar question. Are you good? Are you? Because, and the speaker said, I believe it might have been Bill Hybels, who said, if someone says, I'm good, then ask them again, are you sure? And their answer will many times change to more honest, and they'll say, well, you know, it has been a tough week, but I'm doing okay. You know what I mean? You know, so if anytime you ask somebody, how are you doing? They say, oh, I'm good. No, no, really, how are you doing? And generally, the the answer will kind of, well, you know, honestly, it's been a tough week. It'll get more honest and I actually tried that, and it works. So if you really want to find out how someone is doing, ask them the second time. No, 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 really. How are you doing? Only four weird children. If you just tuned in, we're going to talk about modern technology for a few minutes. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock. Make sure to share the show. Tell all your friends to come and watch. Um, if you don't, then there's always hell Good to see Kathleen Taylor. Kathleen Taylor. I've known her for probably 15 years, and she looks younger every year. Makes me sick. So tonight, my beverage of choice is the Coca-Cola. This is the Life Coca-Cola Life. It has... 35% 35 fewer 35% fewer calories than most colas, only 90 calories in a can because it's but it's more natural because it's sweetened with cane sugar and stevia. Can you see that? So this is the more natural response to Coke right here. So when people So when you ask people, how you doing, and they say, good, say, no, how are you doing? Try this tomorrow. You'll see I'm right. People, honest to God, will answer different. Seven times out of ten, they'll answer different the second time. They'll say, well, you know, honestly, I've been kind of sick. They'll get more honest the second time. So do it. Trust me. I asked Nathan how he's doing. He said, well, I've got this rash. Let me show you, <laughs> Nathan. I don't want to see your rash. I don't have a desire to see your rash. Who? What has this become? A show where we show each other our rashes? Good Lord, I've actually got a rash. It's a, uh, it's I got into some poison ivy or something when I was uh, in the woods a couple weeks ago, and it's and and it's still bothering me. It's on my abdomen, and you know. There's a lot of room there for a rash. That's true. Hello, Rob. I'm doing good. How are you, Rob? How are you? That's, that's the question. I'm, I'm asking you, how are you? Really, Rob, how are you? How are you? Good to see you guys. Welcome. We're talking about modern technology. And speaking of that, when did headphones get so complicated? You know, back in my day, you had these little old headphones that had the little uh, spongy little circle things, you know, and they barely came across your head. They barely fit. See, Rob's being honest. When I got deep down into Rob, Rob first said, I'm great. Then I said, no, Rob, how are you for real? He says, I'm horrible. See, I'm telling you, the second answer is always more honest. Good to see Pastor Robert Osborne. Hello, my friend. Good to see you, Pastor. Thanks for that sweet note you sent the other day. It was very touching. Uh, Billy McCool said, my God, modern technology. We're using words like abdomen now. It's the future. Listen, abdominals, the, what do we call it? The belly, the Abdullah la I don't know what the, what are some other terms? Um, headphones used to be so simple, and now these are called in-ear monitors. And this particular type, which this is West Tones, and these particular in-ear monitors are um, $350, three, around $350, Uh, And you're like, oh, my gosh, $350 for headphones? Well, these really aren't headphones. Hello, Joe Poppy. Good to see my friend from, I believe, Alabama is where Joe lives. Good to see you. So we're talking about modern technology, and and we've got these headphones here. Uh, What kind of earbuds do you wear, guys? Do you have the AirPods? Do you have the, you know, the Beats? I've got some Beats. I also have the AirPods. They wore out on me. I was disappointed, really, in the AirPods situation. I really loved them until about a year later and they started going out. Um, But these are in-ear monitors. So these are designed for live entertainment. So, for instance, if you're a um, stage vocalist, musician... Uh, These are designed to have incredible clarity. So when you get into in-ear monitors, you're looking at a lot of money. I couldn't even imagine back in the day, I was just trying to find a pair of headphones for $2 to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Those headphones are headphones. Not anymore because modern technology has made us all snobs. Every one of us are snobs. We're a bunch of snobs. We're, we're wanting the AirPods, and now we want the new AirPod Pros or whatever the name of God they're called. And then we want the Beats, and then there's another Beats. I didn't care about the Beats too much. They were bulky. kind of hurt my ear. But technology, it's just advanced so much, right, guys? Insanity. So these, my ear, earphones or earbuds, or as we call them in the technology world, ear monitors are uh, these are th- about 350. i got these uh, as a gift from my bride a-, a couple years ago and i really primarily use them obviously um in music but i also use them for the show because they're just so crystal clear But listen, let's talk about technology and let me get you to answer me here because one of the most, one of the biggest advances in technology is this thing right here, the phone, the cell phone. So what was your first, if you can remember, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about modern technology. What was your first cell phone? If you can remember. What kind of cell phone that you had first? Go ahead and comment and let me know. My very first cell phone was called a StarTac. And it was a tiny black flip phone that opened up, and it was real slim and sleek. And I want you to know, back then, there was no such thing as texting, right? And, and so all you did... You had your best advantage to this phone was the little thin pull-out antenna that looked that looked like a a, a, it could double for a Q-tip if you needed to clean the ears out. So I had the StarTac and I thought that I was something big time. I thought I was big dog. And the cool thing about that little StarTac is that it had the orange backlit. Uh, buttons. So the buttons were orange backlit, and I just thought that was the coolest thing to have backlighting on a keypad. The only screen that was on it was you—you know—you was your numbers. That's it. And then it had a little tiny, tiny plug on the side where you could put in a little earpiece that you could get for an extra, you know, thirty-nine dollars. That was a piece of crap. But I thought I was flying high when I had that phone. What kind of phone did you have? Uh, Rob Davis had the bag phone. Oh, my God, Rob. I remember the bag phone. I had a bag phone. Literally hooks up to your cigarette lighter if you need it to to charge it, or you can carry it. It looked, like honest to God, everywhere I carried it, people thought I was a street preacher. They were like, here comes the preacher. He's got his Bible in his little Bible sack. It wasn't, it was a bag phone. Here I am trying to be cool, trying to be hip. And, and and I can't because people think that my bag phone is a Bible cover. You ever you ever try to be 15, 16, 17 years old, walk around with a bag phone, and people think that you're some kind of young punk, young punk street preacher? That was my life. But I loved the bag phone. It was so bulky, but it was fun. And it was like, oh, my God, it's a bag phone. It's a phone, and there's a bag, and there's a bag with a phone in it. And you can call anyone. It's just that you only had 30 minutes a month of talk time before they charged you an entire pint of plasma. Literally, when I had my StarTax cell phone, You had, you had like, I don't know, 60 minutes a month and then free nights and weekends. Remember free nights and weekends? So after seven o'clock. At night until the next morning at, like, I don't know, 6 o'clock, you could talk for free. So you wasn't calling nobody till 7. Anybody called you through the day is like, nope, ain't answering that. I'll call you after 7 o'clock because it's free. Weekends are free. So whenever Friday night at 7 rolls around, man, I'm dialing everybody, Jesus and God and talking to Satan some and anyone else I can talk to because it's free. The big free nights and weekends. Technology has definitely changed for sure angela blazek she had the nokia phone without an antenna yeah whenever you whenever you stepped up joe poppy had the next tail angie had the track flip phone i did too leah hi leah how are you leah ah leah i love that girl what a talented Precious young lady and got a bunch of beautiful girls and makes me just feel old. Leah had the bag phone also. Uh, Angela said that her Nokia phone had the snake game on it. I remember the snake game. You felt so important because you could play that little game. The problem is it was just like this. It was like. it, it, It was so tiny. So little, and you just had them little screens on those phones. Angela said that uh, seven after 7, it was free on Sprint. That's right. Kathleen had the Nokia phone. That Nokia was big deal, man. Nokia started bringing them phones out. It was incredible. Darrell Epperson, hello, my friend, from up in East Tennessee. Darrell says he also had a bag phone with 30 minutes. yes. I, Daryl, I got my bag phone at Quad City Cellular Link. It was downtown on 6th Street down from the radio station that I worked at. And I went in there and they were like, man, hey, you ought to get a phone. And I had a pager at the time because I was in news. And they said, you need to get a phone. I said, a phone? What are you talking about? And they introduced me to the bag phone. And then I, obviously my first handheld or or phone um, as we know it was a StarTech, but I did have the bag phone first and I had that 30 minutes a month. And I believe it was $30 for 30 minutes. Don't that sound about right, Daryl? Faye said, I feel old. Listen, Faye, you're not old. You're not because if you're old, I'm old because we're about the same age. So, na 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 na. <laughs> Tim Covey, my friend from up in the Knoxville, Maryville. I don't know where you live, Tim. He said he had a beeper who needed a phone. Ain't that true? And then you told anyone, if you had a pager, you told them to go ahead, if they really needed to talk to you, to hit 911 to on the to to page you 911 if it's an emergency. Well, still, yeah, what are you going to do? Someone page you, you got to pick up a phone, call a pager, enter the message, and then they get it. And then they're just picking up their house phone or going to a pay phone and calling you. Oh, my dear God. What a mess. And I will tell you that they still sell pagers. I don't know who's buying them, but somebody is sure buying them. Liz, my my northern friend, I had a pink flip phone with limited texting, which of course meant nothing to me as a teen. Listen, Liz is talking about her first phone having texting. She does not know the struggle of still having to answer phone calls, which is stressful. Now, if we're just being honest, we can get on here and say, boy, I miss the days of answering, of talking to people, of honestly having conversations with people. No, you don't. They ain't none of you yay who's like answering a gum phone. When your phone rings, it doesn't matter if it's your mom or dad or anybody. You're praying to God you can just text them. Don't you lie to me and tell me you prefer conversation over texting. It is a lie. It is a lie. I can't, oh, now I, I talk on my phone every day, trust me, but. I prefer texting. It's just so easy, and you don't have to ruin all that time with, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. How you doing? Oh, good. How's your wife? Oh, she's good. How you doing? Oh, good. How's the dog? Oh, that's good. Boy, I tell you, it's been crazy, this COVID. Boy, I tell you, it sure has. Eight, ten minutes go by, and you're like, well, hey, uh, why I was calling? Was My God, just send me a text, and we can end the six minutes of hell. Just get to the point and answer the phone. Uh, so, so Liz, I don't know what just happened. I think I had a full-blown nervous breakdown. Liz said I had a pink flip phone with limited texting. Of course, meant nothing to me as a teenager. Pretty sure I was over the limit every month. Of course you were. And your parents were getting those $500 phone bills. Leah Grace Miller says I worked in a Walmart U.S. cellular booth. You know... If you worked in a cellular booth at the mall or at Walmart, you were pretty miserable. Because I've been there, and I hated it. Tim said, I still had my beeper, and I had a bag phone that plugged into my cigarette lighter. That's right, Tim. We talked about bag phones earlier. I had one, too. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about modern technology. We're talking about what your first phone was. Angela says, then I got a flip phone that was pink and thought it was so cool. Then I got the Motorola Razor. Oh, my God, that Razor was so cool, though. And then they had one that was kind of pink looking, and all the girls were like, yes. It was the next cool thing. Then the slider one that slid up to a full keyboard, I remember that. That was a, that was a Motorola, I believe, had that one. That was a good phone. Kathleen says, I was really competitive with the game, the snake game. I had to get to the next level. Man, the days have changed, right? Mm. Faye says, we had some good times at Freedom Worship Center Church. We sure did, Faye. Faye, uh, I've known Faye probably... Uh, 30, 35 years at least, Faye. 35 years. Wow, we sure did have some good church up there in East Tennessee for sure. I remember teen, I remember T9 text. It was rough. Then there was dial-up internet. Oh, my dear God, that's the truth. I re- Let's not even get into dial-up internet because if you do, I'm going to have a full-blown panic attack. Kathleen says the next step up for me was an l g something or other <laughs> with a full keyboard that you had to slide up to get to the keyboard, yeah, no doubt uh, <laughs> My, listen to rob rob is Rob, don't you get don't you get testy on me, Rob? This ain't about you. I called you today. <clears throat> don't you get your feelings hurt, son. Listen, talking is good. And we, you know, well, if it's somebody you want to talk to, uh, but, <laughs> but you and I talked today and had a good time like we always do. But you know Rob as well as I do. When you see that phone ring and, and you just, sometimes you're just like, oh, man, I just, I'll call him back in a few minutes. I, blah, blah. I'm like that. I ain't going to lie to you. <clears throat> I ain't going to tell no lies. Well, while we're talking about phones, let's move on. If you just tuned in, we're talking about modern technology. If here's a question, are you ready for a question? If you are, hit some hearts. Let me see some hearts if you're ready for another question because I've got a good one. You know, Angie, thank you for asking about Carmen. If you do not know, I work for Carmen, the Christian artist. And Carmen, she asked how Carmen is after surgery. He had rotator cuff surgery this past week. And Carmen, uh, honestly, has been in a lot of pain, but he is doing very well. And thank you. Ironically, he just texted me. I'll have to check that in a minute. See, Carmen's a texter, too. He's a texter. He's a texter. So, here's the question. Ready? Here we go. Hello, Deborah, my sweet friend, Einstein. Oh, my God. I've been praying for you so much. Uh, been on my heart for sure. Um, the next question. If you were not on Facebook Live, on the if there were no Internet, today is... Uh, what is today? Today is May the 18th, 2020. If you... Were If there were no internet at all at 940 at night, what would you be doing? Comment and tell me, really. Think about it. Now, don't, don't just give me an answer. Think about it. If there were no internet, no Facebook, no YouTube, no Instagram, no Snapchat, no nothing, what would you be doing at 940 p.m. on a Monday night if there were no internet? Now, that's a tough, tough question. What would I be doing? I would probably be watching television, or I'm sorry, a VHS, but I would definitely be watching TV because it was the most ultimate type of entertainment other than the internet was sitting down at night and watching, you know, the news, and then you watch the primetime television sitcoms, and then you watch the more serious shows that come on at eight at nine. (laughs) <laughs> Joe Poppy said he would be in bed Melody, hello sweet Melody Melody said she would be watching TV or sleeping If there were no internet If there were no internet Rob said he would be sleeping At 940, have we changed that much To where if there were no internets And it's 940 on a Monday We'd be asleep right now I mean seriously Seriously Think about how much time that we spend on this dadgum internet. Leah says she'd be watching TV. See? Watching TV. Me too. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be watching TV. I'd have a big bowl of potato chips rippled. They've got to be rippled. Wavy is the new technology term. We say rippled. I would have a big pile of rippled potato chips with the French onion dip on the, Lord Jesus, oh God, I felt it run down both legs just now. Um, I would, uh, <laughs> but when I watch TV, the problem is I eat. I eat constantly. I can't stop. I can't. God, that's how, that's how, that's how this is. So, hello, Abby Ann. It's good to see you, Abby Ann. Abby Ann. I love you. Uh, Faye says she'd be watching TV or she'd be in bed. If there were no internet, what would you be doing right now? Deborah says she would be coloring her, <laughs> her coloring book. Dear God, Deborah, would you be using crayons or would you be using pencils or markers? Which is it? Tell it. Rob said, well, at least in bed by 10. Rob, what were we doing before the Internet? What were we doing? Oh, my dear God. Daryl Epperson said, watching Dragnet. Now, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. Now, you're talking to a lot of people on this, on this comment thread here on the show that have no clue what Dragnet is, but I do. And Rob probably does. And probably... Leah might remember. I don't know Leah's pretty she's younger a few years younger than me for sure <sighs> I don't know yeah if you remember Dragnet say yes if you remember Dragnet Daryl I love that show the dude was so serious I think I'm going to go now to the place and see if I can arrest da, da, da. I mean it was just so dry. it was just a good show I missed that on TV Missed that old TV, Leah said. Watching taped shows from the week. Didn't remember. Remember when you used to have to set your VCR to record a show? There were no DVRs, uh, and you had to set a VCR, which was which was pretty much. Um, if you had to set a VCR, it was pretty much like building a home from scratch. That was how difficult it was. It was like using a scientific calculator with your eyes closed with one hand tied behind your back. It was impossible to learn how to program your VCR to record something. And then you get home and you realize you hit AM instead of PM, so it didn't record jack squat. Terrible. Yeah, dragnet. Joe Poppy knows dragnet. Rob knows dragnet. Leah knows dragnet. Faye knows dragnet. Oh, my gosh. Deborah does. <laughs> Tim said they didn't have no devil vision back in there. Oh, my God. The tell of it, listen, if you were raised in, and I wasn't, but if you, I was raised in a Pentecostal home, but there were some people said it was a sin to have a devil vision. Uh, and, <laughs> Tim, Tim, that's great. That's great. Oh, my gosh. Modern technology is what we're talking about. Rob's mentioned the show Kojak. If there were no Internet, we would be watching Kojak. See, Kathleen is like me. I could never figure out how to set my VCR. I am, you know, I am technologically in a good place. I can... I'm good. I've I used to splice reel to reel when I done radio editing. I have been hardcore technology from looping, from from uh, using auxiliary cables, from patching in. I have done it all uh, from radio to television to audio to video. I can hook anything up and make it work, but that. Dad gum VCR programming was at another level of Satan. It was. Leah said yes. I recorded for friends every week, watched it, then rewind the tape and recorded over it. That's when it was easy. Old Tele Savalis. You know, I ain't far from old Savalas. The the old forehead keeps creeping back, people. It keeps creeping back. Uh but you know after COVID-19 has allowed me to grow some hair out. Now when you you go from here back, I'm good except for this little bald spot that looks kind of like a I don't know like a, a catholic wafer for for communion, those little round ones. I've no idea why why that's what I thought of. Judge me. <clears throat> Abby Ann says, we weren't allowed to have a TV when I was young. I grew up Pentecostal. Abby Ann, how old are you? I mean, what are you, you're 15 years old, and you didn't have a TV when you were young? You are young. No, back when I was a kid, you're 15, and I know you're not a kid. Obviously, definitely up there in them teens. You're going to be driving. You are driving. But listen, you didn't have a TV. I don't believe that. Surely you had a TV. Eight is enough. I remember that show. Faye likes Andy Griffith. What would you be watching right now if there was no Internet? Angie said we are Pentecostal apostolic. We had a TV, though. Me, too. Me, too. You know, I had... (laughs) Abby Ann is saying she did not have one, but now she does. That's all that matters. So thank God for providing, right? Because is TV a sin? No. Uh, can it be a sin? I guess. Anything can if it if it consumes you too much. You know, kind of like fried chicken for God's sake. <sighs> anything. Abby Ann says we couldn't go to movie theaters. Mm. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're talking about modern technology. You know, speaking of movie theaters, man, they are really suffering right now. Um, several several are shutting down because they can't stay open. No one's going to watch a movie. They can't open and watch movies. And, man, a lot of these theaters totally rely on those concession stand sales to, to survive. You know, they don't make a lot of money on the movie tickets. But they rely on you to buy that popcorn and drink, which is why, you know, when you get a popcorn drink and a box of candy, it costs $1,236.13. And you just have to live with it. But that's how they survive. And man, the theaters are hurting big time and they're closing down everywhere. It's just so sad. It's so sad technology has changed so much. I mean, we've talked about cell phones. We've had bag phones, Nokia phones, flip phones, people playing snake on a tiny phone. And we're talking about what would you be doing without internet if there and and so let's as we're talking about internet, what was your very first internet that you remember? The very first internet that I had, my dad went out and bought a Hewlett Packard An HP, then it was called Hewlett-Packard. It wasn't called HP. Computer, it had like four megabytes of RAM, which I have more megabytes of RAM than that in this leather case right now. And I don't know, the hard drive was probably, twenty. I don't know, 24 megabytes. I don't know, 50, uh, it was just terrible. No, 128 maybe. And, you know, just a basic first computer had the little disc with it. My dad bought that in the mid-90s. And we had AOL. We had the AOL disc. Oh, my dear God, let us talk about those little discs that used to come in the mail, that used to be free at the checkout where you could get a free month of AOL internet for the love of god uh, you th- those things used to be everywhere we used to get them and and throw them and you know throw them out in the yard frisbees to the dogs dear god they were everywhere the little AOL free internet month disks you remember those so we had <laughs> we had the uh, internet AOL and we had a 56k Uh, No, it wasn't that at first. It was a 28 modem. And uh, Anthony Suarez says, Lord, be a fence around our movie theater. Amen, my God. You know, if God, first off, let's just tell the truth, sidebar, as we're going back to the movie theaters, for the love of God, there is no popcorn like the popcorn at a movie theater. And that's what's called the blessing of God. The anointing oil, everybody has mistaken it through the years. It's extra virgin olive oil. That's what we anoint people with. It's a lie. The true oil that we anoint people with is that dadgum liquid butter that we pour, pour all over that popcorn at the movie theater. That's real anointing oil. We've just got it wrong through the years. If you want somebody to be healed, delivered, set free, speak in another unknown tongue, then you go get you some of that buttered, popcorn oil from down there at the theater, at the Regal, and you touch it on somebody's head, they're going to go out like a light. You're going to feel like you've been choked out by Ronda Rousey. You're going down. That's real anointing oil right there. And there ain't no popcorn that you can get like it ever, ever, ever. Oh, God. Anthony Suarez, Pastor Tony. Had a compact computer. Oh my gosh. And compact was a big laptop ahead of the curve back in the day too. Deborah had a pager. Good lord Jesus. That uh Angie had Yahoo and Juno. Oh my Lord, I forgot about Juno. Juno? No, it really didn't. <laughs> Leah AOL me too Leah that's what i had AOL because they had what the chat rooms that's right AOL had chat rooms when you figured out i can talk with strange people at all hours of the night this is when it was real this look we can talk about catfishing okay we we can talk about catfishing people on the internet, but they wasn't no catfishing like back in the AOL chat room days. That's real catfishing. They wasn't no they wasn't no profile pictures. You just had a name like jr eight six five four semicolon slash backslash forward slash exclamation point. That was your name. And then when you talk to people, you could be anything you wanted to be. Dear God. And, and it, it, I probably had several stories to people. Who knows? I was so young. But, I, you know, the, the chat rooms were big, you know. And then they had the chat categories. Like you could talk about, you know, what chat? Love, romance, computers, movies, music. Go in the chat room, chat with other people, you know, all the people that were trying to, you know, murder others. Things have changed so much. Pastor Tony says, you remember gateway computers? I had one of those after the compact. I remember that Denny Livingston, a friend of mine, Tony, you know Denny, had had a gateway. And I remember it was the thing to have at the time. It was the stuff. Rick Price, my friend, the legend, the Hall of Famer. Good to see you, Rick. Thank you for watching the show. We're talking about modern technology. How about this? Kathleen says, I didn't have the Internet in my home until I was married. Growing up, my family couldn't afford the Internet. I remember the Internet at school, and that was really cool. I remember floppy disks to save your stuff on. Look, the Internet <clears throat> back then, you had that disk that gave it to you for 30 days for free, like AOL. But then, after that, it was like $9.99 a month or something, I feel like. And that was a lot of money in the 90s. 10 bucks was a lot, man, for back then. And I remember Dad was reluctant, but my dad... Was a computer guy. He he loved computers. He built computers, and um, took a big interest in them. So he loved he loved the internets. <laughs> Deborah, if you gonna watch this show, then you're gonna say those three words often. Let's just get that straight right now. Ah, uh, Raymond is asked, hello, my friend, Raymond Stapler, my good buddy. What can we get to heal our bald hair? Raymond, whenever you figure that out, you let me know. Leah had two profiles on AOL. You stalker. Cause see, I know you Leah, you were like me. You had the two profiles. One, you'd go on, talk to somebody, right? And then you'd log off, log in as the other and find the same person. And just to see if you can find out something about them talking to your other alternate self, it was the perfect catfish. We were catfishers before catfishing was catfishing. It's just the truth. Now it wasn't crazy like these days. Like it's, that's cr- crazy. Raymond's wanting to know if this is a confession service. Good God, I hope not. <laughs> Rick said he had an Apple 11E. Rick, that, bro, ugh, how retro is that? Wow, and you had an Apple, really, before they took off. Abby Ann said the only TV channels I got to watch were PBS Kids and Disney. Hmm. But then Disney got banned in your house for a while. It's all that witchcraft. It's all that witchcraft. It's even Stevens. That's right. It's teaching you how to be a bully. We can't have that in the house Avion. Rick says he sold computers back in the day. Huge sales before I knew what software was. Yep. Yep, you're right. (laughs) He said I could sell but barely sign on. Rick, you're not like that now, are you, my friend? Because let me tell you, there is nothing like... Modern technology. We've went from. Uh, my, I remember going to my aunt Nancy's house, and we used to put in those eight track tapes. We used to put on records and cassette tapes, and then when these CDs came out, I believe '89. Uh, I first saw a CD. I believe it was around '90. 1990 when I the first CD I ever saw and it was like magic magic I was like what in the world is this I was at the radio station we did not have a CD player because there was really no music coming in on that then I get a CD from an artist in the mail and I'm like what do you do with this I'd kind of heard about CDs never saw one I remember looking at it and oh oh my god this is going to be the wave of the future Oh, God, we're entering Star Wars. And whenever we finally got more artists started sending CDs, we got a CD player. For the love of God, they were $300. And at $300 in 1990, are you kidding me? You could buy a house or, or a horse for with that money. And we had... And they—they they were, just, of course, in radio. I'm talking about just a regular CD player. They were—they were a fortune. And then I remember when they were around one sixty-nine, one ninety-nine, and Circuit City would sell you are like, "Wow, they're going down." And now, Lord Jesus, CDs—they're still sold. I don't know how they keep sticking around, but they do. The CDs are not going anywhere. <sighs> oh my gosh. And. I thought for sure by now would be out of the CD age. Digital has really taken over, there's no doubt about it. In the gospel music world, CDs are still very, very important as far as sales is concerned. Matter of fact, very, very important. And then the automakers have now, a lot of them have stopped putting CDs in their cars when they're making them. And they're just putting the USB ports, and now some are putting in the USB-C. And then there are, of course, Bluetooth, which is the big thing, and satellite radio, which I have and love. But, man, CDs still come. They they spill. But here's what's making a comeback. Here's what Deborah is saying, and you're right. Records making a huge comeback. Look what I have over here, by the way. um, The Wizard of Oz. Record that we picked up, Brandy and I. This is uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I love, you know, Judy Garland, such a big fan. Apparently, I love Tragedy and Heartache, right? And here is Side B. Isn't that cool? But records are making a huge comeback. As a matter of fact, there are now record stores all over Nashville. Uh, You know, there are two or three stores opening up over the past few years that just sell records. Now people are starting to sell records again. On the uh, on their product tables Merchandise Rob says I used to wear out the Imperials Good old gospel ship I have good news to bring That is why I sing All the joy With you I'll share Let's put the reverb Oh I'm gonna take a trip In the good old gospel ship As I go sailing through the air Come on, everybody. Oh, I'm going to take a trip on the good old gospel ship. I'm going far beyond the sky. Don't you feel it? Oh, I'm going to shout and sing until the heavens ring while I'm bidding this world goodbye. I'm through embarrassing myself. Boy, if you didn't feel God in that, if He ain't here, He ain't there. Uh, boy, I just—I think I popped a gizzard on that somewhere down here in this lower, lower area of my body. Uh, <laughs> Deborah, that's right. They're nineteen ninety-six. That's a deal for a record. My family done her first recording on an 8-track in the 70s. Rhonda, it's good to see you. Oh, my goodness. What a what a long-time friend. David Taylor, the ministry magician, my good friend, says, I didn't have a TV growing up because we they were preached against. I used to sneak across the street. Oh, this is classic. To Mrs. Bohart's house to watch TV. My God, my God. Brother David, as, as, uh, Raymond Stapler said earlier, this is confession time. <laughs> oh, I love that story. That's a great, and how you remember their name. Abby Ann, I saw Michael Jackson Thriller album. Almost cried of happiness. Yeah, all of MJ's stuff's on record again. <laughs> on that resurrection morning, when all the dead in Christ shall rise, oh, have a new body. Thanks, Coda, for that, uh. Memory. Uh, my first record was from the movie The Rescuers. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I thought I would sing it down. I thought I would just throw it down. Buddy said, everything goes back in time. And Patricia, I love you and Buddy. Oh, my gosh. Lifelong friends. I've known them ever since. I was probably born or somewhere close to that. They've been treasures to my family. But, yes, uh, <laughs> Buddy is right. Everything goes back in time. It's in reverse. I mean, I mean, how long before we're selling cassettes again? How long before 8-track tapes are the thing? I mean, is it? can it happen? Is it going to happen? Megan says she just bought herself a Dolly album. Love me some Dolly. You know, Megan, I do too. Dolly Parton. Hey, Brandy, yeah. how much do you love Dolly Parton? A lot. See, Dolly Parton, there's like Jesus and then Dolly Parton. It's somewhere somewhere in that area. Dolly is just amazing. Somebody's going to be like, my God, he's done crossed the line. He's done turned himself over to a reprobated mind, and Satan has got a foothold on him. Uh. (laughs) oh god i'm dead uh my mom is obsessed with dolly's laughs dolly is so sweet i love it raymond oh dolly parton was a cousin of your husband my gosh deborah that is really cool that is really cool um Let's see here. My goodness, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, skip so many comments. I used to watch Beretta and other shows. She used to make me cookies and milk while I was watching TV. One day she had a stroke right in front of me and died while we were watching TV. She had just given me cookies. David, this is not a true story. Is this a true story? That is terrible. God bless her for giving you those cookies. So sorry she had that stroke. So sorry. But at least you got the cookies before the stroke. Now, oh, God, that sounded terrible. You know what I mean. God rest her soul. Thank her for letting you watch television. Who knows, that could have enlightened you to become the magician you are today. Hmm? Lord, Lord, don't let old Satan get a foothold. Rob says he is snorting. That is the truth. Rick says you're killing me. Yes, Rick. Oh, my God. I killed myself there on that one. (laughs) I killed myself two or three times. Uh, Abby Ann, me and Mom are laughing so hard. I'm sorry we're terrible. Listen, we were doing good, and then my Lord David drops this stroke on me, and I'm losing my mind. Oh, my dear God. Serves you cookies and milk and has a stroke and dies. What are, th- I mean, and then guess what? As he says, he lost his TV viewing place all because of a stroke. See, see, that's terrible. <laughs> that terrible. God, why am I laughing? Why am I laughing at this? It's so terrible. Oh, my dear God, what is wrong with me? Ah, oh. whoo. Y'all have hurt me today. Ah, <laughs> oh, Deborah. Why why are we you know I've gotta close the show in less than, in like around five minutes and Deborah is saying my Nana died while watching the price is right. Why are we talking about death in television? This is about modern technology. My God. I mean Bob Barker probably gave you Nana the eye and she got too excited and fell over. It's a terrible thing. Hopefully she made it to the uh What's it called at the end of Price is Right? What's that called when they get to the end of the Price is Right? The Showcase Showdown. Hear my dogs playing in there. Well, hopefully your mom made it, or Nana made it, to the Showcase Showdown. And I say that in jest. I'm very sorry that your Nana died while watching the Price is Right, but you obviously brought it up here on my show. Dear God. (laughs) <laughs> and you know what, that's right Rick said her final good deed was the cookies and milk Amen, the woman is in heaven And she's baking cookies and milk For all of those And when David gets there, Taylor And God forbid it happen anytime soon uh, David, uh, long may you live long and prosper uh, You're going to get that cookies and milk again On the other side Probably not, but that at least feels good to say it. Let's make a deal. Loved that show. Loved it. You know I got to go, guys. Uh, this has been so fun talking to you about modern technology. I literally have laughed. I'm pretty sure I snorted at least once. Angie said there should be a telephone to heaven so we can call our loved ones. Isn't that the truth? Wouldn't that be nice? Mm. Uh, but they're having no problems. No problems, no tears, no heartache. Deborah says she is laughing so hard. We're talking about death and cookies. It is, and prizes right. <laughs> this is one of our, your best shows. Thank you, Deborah. It literally, my best shows are ones of which I have very little control over. It's when I get on here and I'm just myself, and I love having guests on. As a matter of fact, this Thursday on my show at 8 p.m. Central Time, uh, the gorgeous, talented, wonderful, delightful Linda Randall is going to join me on the Joseph Reed Show Thursday right here on Facebook and YouTube. Linda Randall from the Gaither... Homecoming series will be here. I am so excited. I met Linda several years ago. She's become a great friend, and I can't wait to talk with Linda Randall this Thursday on the show. Don't, literally, don't miss it. This woman has been on the biggest gospel music series of all time, time and time again, And we've just got a lot to talk about. You're going to love it. Linda Randall this Thursday live on Facebook and YouTube, 8 o'clock Central Time. The great Linda Randall. Oh, my goodness. Look who just popped in as I'm getting ready to have to leave. April Potter, my friend, my former boss. I love April. I love you, April. Miss you a lot. I miss my little Guatemala. I love you guys. April taught me a lot uh, about booking and about the booking industry. I worked for April as a consultant and and marketing uh, for for uh, I think it was 2017-18. And I had done a lot in the music business over the years, but she even taught me a lot more. She's a very talented. Talented person and a very dear friend. April. Uh, April says she was live earlier. April, I have to go back and check that out. I love it. I always love your your lives. You've got such a good spirit, and I've been praying for your daddy. Good Lord, what a great man he is. And I'm, uh, I'm just. <clears throat> praying and believing that God is going to move for your dad and he'll he'll get well and continue to get well. All right, it's, it's all gone down to the sentimental boulevard. Ever since Brother David Taylor talked about how he used to sneak over and watch television at his neighbor's house because he couldn't have a TV in his house because it was against the religion of his family or church. And so the where he was watching TV... The woman baked him some cookies, gave him some milk, and then died of a stroke right there in front of his eyes. After that, well, I laughed for a while, and then it went to Deborah on here talking about her Nana dying while Price is Right was on. Dear God, I guess Plinko got too exciting. But um, <laughs> uh, we got to talking about death, and then we're talking about April, and getting getting teary-eyed and talking about my friend's buddy. My Lord, have mercy. My Lord, have mercy. April, thank you so much for believing and trusting. I am too, and I believe your dad's going to be good. Uh, Abby Ann, I forgot your story. What happened? I don't remember. Something about, I do remember you mentioning something back here. Okay. Abby Ann, one time I was taking the wrapper off of my Dr. Pepper bottle. My grandma said, one time I knew a lady and she always took the wrapper off of her bottles. And one day she just <laughs> fell over dead. <laughs> you know, parents do that, though, don't they? Don't they? Parents are always trying to bring up, you know, if you, if, if you keep... Holding that face, it's gonna get stuck that way. Don't parents do that? If you, what are some other things that parents Jesus, say like that? They'll say, uh, if you swallow your gum, it won't digest for seven years. I've heard that one. They said not to. After you eat, you gotta wait thirty minutes before you get in the swimming pool. That's not true. All these things have been debunked. And mostly they've been debunked due to modern technology. Thanks for tuning in. You know how much I love you guys. And I have had a blast. And I appreciate you guys tuning into the show. And we'll see you again very soon, I hope.